Have a few minutes? You won't believe what you can do with it. Open a Regions checking account online in as little as five minutes. Then enjoy award-winning service and banking tools and tech that help you live in the moment. Learn more at regions.com slash live in the moment. Regions Bank, member FDIC. Live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio, inside the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel, it's time for Regions Business Radio. Regions Business Radio is presented by Regions Bank. Brave the beginning, member FDIC. Now, here's your host, J.D. Mueller. Thank you, Mike Salmon. Welcome to Regions Business Radio. Uh, it's a great day to be together. You know, typically I do a kickoff and I talk about, a little bit about the market. Um, I'm making a game time decision that I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I'm just, I'm so excited about the conversation I was just having with our guest today, Mr. Matt Stinchcomb. Matt, thanks for being here. Man, I'm fired up to be. I'm glad that you're calling an audible on my behalf. I am. Uh, here, right here at the line of scrimmage. Well, I, you know, I don't know that a quarterback ever called an audible to you. No, you that's know, true. I, you know, I was on a need-to-know basis, which was just block the guy six inches from your face, and we'll, other things will happen in and around you, but we'll keep it simple for you meatheads I, up front. Well, as a meathead up front, it's the least I could do. I mean, it's like I'm calling you to go on a post route or something. Oh, that, that we, would be a mistake. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't do that. <laughs> you might want to call a second audible. I'm hoping that your post route <laughs> is better than your golf swing. Uh, it, it Unlikely. Uh, I will say they probably have been used with the same level of frequency, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't tried, I haven't attempted many of either. Uh, like I said, my guest today is uh, Matt Stinchcomb. Many of you know him from uh, his days playing football at Georgia. He's, uh, he's a, uh, an SEC media personality. He's a CFP, a college football Hall of Famer. Um, but, but, but more recently, I got to know him through a round of golf. We were doing something for the, for the Hall of Fame. And, uh, Matt, I just got to tell you that um, – that day was was special to me just because I felt like we were just buddies. I mean, we had a nice round of golf, just some guys playing and yeah. having a good time, and 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 I, your personality I think honors not only the institution that you went to for school, but the 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 entity that you now run as well as the entities that you support. I'm thinking about you know the nonprofits, one in particular, FCA, for example, that we both know very well. Yeah. Um, I just want to start by saying thank you for being uh, so welcoming and so engaging and just a guy that you can be <laughs> friends with out of the gate, man. You're so hey, kind. Hey, thanks for not being a jerk. <laughs> I got to tell you, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, y'all, y'all, uh, well, as you've already alluded to, I am a horrific golfer. And uh, so it helped that we were on a pretty nice track that day that uh, a, a lot of folks enjoy, that folks actually know what golf is supposed to look like. Mm -hmm. So hopefully I didn't disgrace the hallowed grounds as, uh, as much as I likely did. But y'all are a fun group to be around because I, I will say there's some, some uh, sticks in that group, right, you included. Um, and you never know because you get out there and some guys are like, man, they're in it to win it. And you're going, you realize like they're – there is no purse. Like there's, there, there are no winnings, right, guys? Yeah. At best, you get a plaque with your name spelled wrong. So it's maybe let's just have a day. And yeah. uh, I think what did you? What I ended up having to bug out at the end, but didn't y'all? Well, we collectively came in. What I think we fourth? came in fourth. We were just oh, outside just off the, the podium. Yeah, we just it. off the podium. Isn't in, in that day. interesting? Yeah, uh -huh. that's how that works. There's some erasers um, involved, maybe. Yeah. But that, but y'all were. 
y'all were y'all made it fun for me because you never know especially when you're lousy at something you don't want to ever be the anchor uh which i inevitably will be and um y'all were a fun fun group of guys to be around well you're kind to say that as well you know you you, last year last year our, our our pro didn't show um, it well, that's was, a low bar for me to clear them. <laughs> <laughs> so our expectations are pretty low. And then when we, but, but the truth is when we saw your name and, uh, we know who you are as a man, as a husband, as a father, uh, as a businessman, that was what, you know, we were, we were so excited to spend time with you about. And you thank, clearly didn't know who you know, I was as uh, a golfer. Otherwise me, it would have been, <laughs> the, the enthusiasm would know, have been dampened. Well, I appreciate I you saying I that. I appreciate you were so you kind. And, and, and thank you too, subsequently, uh, you know, for, you know, whatever, whatever friendship we have, but you know, what I wanted to do today is talk about the company that you're a partner in Sterling yeah. Seacrest partners, yeah. um, a local, uh, insurance, what I call it a brokerage. It is a brokerage, yeah, okay. a brokerage okay. and consulting firm. Yeah, yep. tell us about it. Yeah, you know, actually, we've we not you know not that uh, far too distant past um, merged with another firm, and uh, because in the insurance brokerage space we are known for um, you know bleeding edge marketing um, from a branding standpoint, we are now Sterling Seacrest Pritchard. Okay. So we 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 co-opted the P in partners, and so we don't have to change the email or anything. We get to keep that <laughs> that in the email address. Uh, but our uh, the the fine folks at Pritchard and Jordan, which is a long-standing independent um, insurance brokerage firm uh, based out of Atlanta, uh, was a, a friendly competitor and peer for a lot of years. Um, and so we recently um, uh, merged with them. I say recently; it's well over a year, coming on two years. Okay. Um, so it's been a really exciting time uh, for us. Uh, it's an interesting time in our in our industry, yeah. really, because there's a yeah. lot of consolidation, a lot of acquisition, mm-hmm. um, and we are um, a, a fiercely independently held uh, private brokerage, and nice. we think that that's important. We think that that matters. Yep. Um, you know, chief um, among those reasons, we own ourselves, so we're beholden to no one. There's no outside equity or, or financing. Oh, uh, so we don't have any partners. You know, our producers. Uh, are our partners mm-hmm. um and so because of that you know we get to kind of chart our own course we get to yep. allocate our resources we see fit we don't have a third party in the room with us that says we're chasing x amount of margin and so you need to get to that number and we all know how that typically happens and it's you know, oftentimes uh you get squeezed on the expense side of the ledger and the quickest yep. way to get there is to eliminate resources and support for your clients we don't have to worry about those sorts of things. There, are, there is no external pressure because okay. you know we run ourselves, and so now we're the largest uh, independently held brokerage uh, in the state of Georgia, one of the largest in the country now, um, as just, measured by brokers number revenue. of uh, overall revenue um okay. and there's a number of different uh metrics, but um, we've got about 300 folks um, that work with us now. We've got um, you know six, soon to be seven offices and. Let's see, four different states. Um, so we're got a presence in Florida, uh, here in Georgia, a couple offices here in Georgia, um, presence in Alabama, Arkansas, yep. uh, South hmm. Carolina. So interesting. Uh, Sounds it, like an SEC footprint. Yeah, it, 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 it's an interesting overlay. You know, I, I didn't quite look at it 
that way, and I've not consulted with the commissioner, uh, but perhaps maybe we should see if, uh, you know, his expansion plans are maybe more aggressive than ours. <laughs> but <laughs> I, they, don't, I don't think we're going to be in Oklahoma anytime soon. But well, maybe. Uh, you know, we're not in Oklahoma either, but we are the uh, official bank of the SEC. Well, that's a great and, point. You know, well, you know what, here pretty soon, maybe it makes sense for regions to branch out even further, right? <laughs> yeah. Reach into, into Texas, <laughs> et cetera. Yeah, we, we have a, uh, we just launched Regions Business Radio in Houston, Um this, this actual podcast that we're doing now originated here in North Atlanta and uh, has been so successful that we opened it up to other markets. And our first market, well, our second market, we went to Nashville, then we went to Houston, now we're in Orlando as well, and it's, it's going really well. And, and the reason we do this is for conversations like this, so that we can mm-hmm. bring friends like you on, use our network to maybe enhance your network. Mm-hmm. And you said some things as you were describing your firm that I think resonate well with our region's customers. Um, and, and, and we talk a lot about relationships. And, and I noticed on your website, it seems to me, so our mantra at Regions is uh, local relationship management with industry expertise. I think that goes pretty well. So when I say your website, you, you guys had some resources where you brought in industry experts for webinars and things like that. But yet, they your your clients probably have uh, a, a Sterling Seacrest uh, agent right. that they rely on heavily. So, so if our mindset is local relationship with industry expertise, how does that fit with you guys? It's it's a great way, I think, to reflect how we come to the market as well. In that we're not built for producing the business. So I sell you to come work with our firm and allow our firm to represent you, and then it's kind of see you when I see you. Um, and now I'll hand you off to some team and uh, hope that they can support you in a sufficient manner. Now, the way we are structured um, and the way that we've hired and grown and, and joined with partnerships mm-hmm. is that our producers are involved in those accounts, meaning that they have competency and relevant competency with whatever our deliverable is for that company. So mm-hmm. it's not like a hey, see you at the golf course, and we'll go shuck and grin somewhere. But really and truly, you're working with fill-in-the-blank, my, yeah, okay. my, my vertical team that's in the construction space. Right. But what makes it ideal from a scale standpoint for us is that um, we do have vertical expertise in areas where that is a requirement and even some even a subject matter expertise. So, so we have uh, within the firm among our partners – individuals that do have um, expertise in the cybersecurity space, which mm. is one that changes, you know, almost the sands are shifting under our feet right now. Oh, yeah. Um, requiring uh, almost uh, constant updating um, because of where that space has evolved. Oh, uh, we're very familiar. So the, uh, but because of that, because it's not a, you know, when you reach out with issues, questions, um, it's not a 1-800 number. You're not talking to, you know, our headquarters in Sioux City, Iowa. It's you're talking to the you have access. So the way we've put it is um, that we're large enough to execute, small enough to care. Oh, I and, like that. And that's a kind of that's a you know, I don't know if that's an official mantra or not, but maybe I'll float it that works. out to the partners. But the whole thing is that we're, we don't concede market access. Uh, and we feel as if we don't concede really market expertise uh, from a coverage standpoint to anyone uh, within the space in which we're working uh, okay. or we seek to work with. So we're not looking to write Delta. We're not going to run out and chase down UPS. We consider ourselves 
a middle market broker, which is the, about the most vanilla statement you can make. Because you can go <laughs> it's find pretty somebody. Nebulous. Yeah, you, you go talk to uh, our folks at Marsh. Uh, McClellan, they're sitting there going, it's the largest brokerage in the world. And they'll say, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, we're a middle market broker. And, and how would you define that? Well, there's a million different ways you could do mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But where, where we think we distinguish ourselves is that we've gotten large enough to where it's not as if, hey, man, let's just get this in the barn and then we'll figure out what to do with it once we get it in the stall. Okay. It's, gotcha. no, no, we, we absolutely know how to ride this horse. But just know that you're going to know the rider. It's not going to be some guy that it's like, hey, yeah, thank you. Hunter Skinner. That's exactly right. How about client selectivity? I hear you talking. When you're saying that, I translate that to client selectivity. Yep. Um, Are are you, you, you take all comers? Nope. If you are, if you're looking to just chase a number, we're not for you. Um, if you're just chasing hmm. uh, what a novel idea, a, a premium, uh, which you know, let's be real, a lot of folks view insurance. They're not waking up every morning and thinking about their insurance unless they've got a claim, right? This is this is an element of most people's business where it's the worst thing that can evil. happen is if they actually use it, right? I yeah, mean, that's that's sure. the whole thing. Is I I feel like I have to have it, right? And as soon as I use it, something bad has happened. So so because of that, you know, nobody's waking up thinking about this, and it's largely thought of. Um, as a as a commodity. Well, we require it. You know, you want to borrow money from regions. Yes. And we it's want that box that has to be we checked. We want that piece of equipment um, you know, insured. Uh you need a biz you need a loan on that building. Sure. It's gotta be, hey, and and what if something happens over there and we have all this equipment and you know, if we have an all business assets filing, we need some some liability insurance. I sure. Mean, you know, we require but but you're exactly right. Even individually, we rarely think of insurance until we we need to pull the trigger and, and make and the call or, right yeah. you know i got a guy i got a son turning 16 i mean that really that'll be a lot of fun yeah that'll cost you hey yeah i've got two of them now so it's I just can't a, stand it it's it's and so because of that right you're sitting there going nobody is is waking up and going this is my leading thought as a business owner uh as a uh, administrator someone in a position of authority decision making capacity no you know you're too busy trying to turn the dollar trying to keep your employees mm-hmm. you know either engaged, operating, uh, profit margin, et cetera, to where you are in the enterprise of whatever it is you're making, whatever well, widget you're turning out. Yeah, and they're, I mean, they're turning out these widgets, and you got J.D. and his team coming in. Hey, what are your covenants? You want this line of credit? And they're trying to squeeze to keep capital going. And, you know, yep. unfortunately, the, the decision matrix often turns to, well, insurance is something that I can find a cheaper. And it's, it's interesting. I think because we're, we're we've fallen prey, with all due respect to our brethren in similar industries, we've fallen prey to marketing campaigns that yes. tell you. That, I mean, I'm not going to say any any uh, you know uh, consumer <laughs> insurance companies' names, but one call and save fifteen percent on your insurance, or you know this 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 stuff like that that drives our industries, whether they want a cheap mortgage from us or cheap insurance from you, I'm I'm a guy that still thinks you get what you pay for. Yeah, it's it's a great way to look at it. To me, it's, look, we walk in everywhere, and our operating assumption is, and, and let me let me guess if this is where your head is, Mr. Prospect, you probably want as much coverage as you can get for as little as you can pay, right? And they're going, yes, they're sir. Going, yeah, we yeah. sure do. Actually, I really don't want as much, but I got to get, but what, but if I could get you more for less, would you be interested? I mean, of course you do, right? Nobody's mm-hmm. looking to say, golly jeepers, man, I want to have this full suite of insurance coverage. Not, don't really think that I need it, but I just want to sleep better at night. 
a lot of times um, the, the difficulty is helping them realize what the actual risk is that you're addressing and then an efficient way, but an appropriate way to address it. And, and that's it. That's the game. Um, the problem is, is that everybody's thinking, mm, you know what, I, I feel like I just have to have this because of a, perhaps it's a financing requirement, whatever. Um, and so because of that, you're just a number. And we don't work well with folks like that. We're not looking to win business that way. Mm. Uh, we absolutely want to get the best possible premium um, that we can for our clients. At the same time, if that's all you're looking at, and there are some instances where someone might come in, a carrier that we don't have access to, which is hard to imagine because we've got um, about as broad a market access as you can get and certainly as much as we'd want. Yep. Uh, but if you can find somebody to buy your business and you're going to leave us over that because you don't value the other uh, elements of our proposition, then we it, the acquisition costs are too high, and that's a client that we really well, don't it, want. It's, we're on the same page. I mean, it's crazy. We, we talk a lot about client selectivity at the bank. And we also talk about our, our definition of sort of middle market in the commercial group that I run. Um, you know, and we're talking probably, uh, let's say, $20 million in revenue to $250 million in revenue. And, you know, we can peek over that a little bit, and we can sort of peek under that a little bit. Um, but the, the ongoing conversation about value and, look, every company – Every business out there needs a Regions, and they also need a Sterling Seacrest. They, 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 they need us. And, you know, what I keep telling my, my folks, and this is, this is a hard mentality to get, is um, oftentimes that low-hanging fruit is the rotten fruit. you got to climb up higher in the tree to, the, to get the sweet stuff. And, 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 and I bring that up because I'm just – I love what you're saying – you get some let's go back to your scenario you walk in and they say hey you know i want more coverage for less how do you change that guy's mind well i, I don't i don't want to okay, uh, my, okay. My, whole, my thing is my whole thing is is that that's great and we want to get you as, as much as you need uh for as, as efficient a price a lower price right let's just speak plainly yeah for as low a cost as we absolutely can of course we do that's the gig if you're truly trying to bring value, that's the gig. I'm not chasing a higher premium, so I generate a higher commission. A lot of our stuff is fee-based because of that, because we want to be on the same side. Of, yeah, and on the same side of the table mm -hmm. as our clients. Now, we're partners with the carriers and the folks that are actually assuming the risk, et cetera. At the same time, we don't, I don't like the idea, and it's hard to escape, that if my premium goes up, don't you get you get paid more, don't you? Well, you know, yeah, technically I would on a commission basis. If you're paying more in premium, then I could realize more in commission. So there are instances where we'll seek to get on a fee basis where it's like you're going to pay us what we're going to what you're going to pay us because your your insurance costs might go up next year due to a more macro market mm -hmm. environment, right? Because of whatever the property exposures are this year, whatever the casualty incidences are, because of what's going on um, in, in the, the, the tortious acts and, and some of the, the climate in the state in which you operate. And I'm not going to do any more work for you, but I'll get paid more. So can we kind of detach from that whole environment so that you realize that I'm going to earn my compensation mm -hmm. and it's not subject to some... Um, outside influence yeah. <laughs> that I, I'm not doing any more work, but I'm going to get paid more just because, because. Yeah. And uh, if we can do that, um, 
we do. And a lot of times that makes a lot of sense. Yep. And yep. we'll look at, we're exceptionally transparent. And I think it makes sense. This is a business transaction. You were paying us not just for market access because, uh, you know, in the spaces where we work, a lot of our competitors, they can probably access, there's probably some redundancies, especially on the property and casualty side, where they have access to the same carriers. Now, they might not enjoy the same types of relationships that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, we like to think that our submissions are cleaner, that we're a little bit more thorough, that we class businesses the way that they're supposed to be classed, et cetera, on yeah. our submissions. Very good. But regardless, we, you're paying us for advice. You're paying us for advice. <laughs> And if yep. I'm not going to give you any better advice this year than I was last year, then should you be paying me anymore? Yeah. And, and, and the answer is probably not. Now, there are some environments where you're sitting there going, look, you had, you had a rough year. We're probably going to have to market this thing thoroughly. It's going to be a very difficult marketing process. Maybe there's you've made some acquisitions or divestitures. So, yeah, I mean, it makes more sense perhaps for us to revisit how we're compensated. But as for it to be just – this kind of autopilot, hey, you're paying more, we get paid more type of environment, we're not big fans of that. So how do you battle, um, so how do you battle the, 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 the perception maybe that uh, somebody writes you a check for a premium and then, you know, they don't see you? I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm making an assumption in that question that you approach uh, client engagement differently than your competitors. We do. Yeah, yeah, that's, a, I mean, it's a... The idea here is to position ourselves as an extension of the client, of their risk management department, of their benefits department, their HR department. Okay. Uh, and so because of that, it's, if anything, this goes back to the whole, if you're just chasing a number and you just want us to go away and then show up with a better number next year, that's not us. And it's not only not us because we don't want to be subject to a third party's number because yep. that carrier is going to come up with their number for a variety of reasons that might be outside of the, your, your specific risk. Um, it's also because we'll wear you out. Otherwise, if you don't want to hear from us again, we're, we're not your broker. That's wow. not the whole idea okay. is, yeah, we want to be adjunct to what it is that you're trying to accomplish. And in some instances we want to be in the driver's seat um if that's helpful to you and you don't have the resources internally and at the very least we're riding shotgun um but if it's more along the lines of you know just see you down the road um that doesn't mesh with how we have chosen to build the firm the firm is built to be consultative it's a we are a brokerage in that um we're accessing the markets we're placing business uh etc but we are consultants in that it's just a mechanism for us to be paid for the advice that we're giving you. And if I only give you advice, quote unquote, by providing you with a number, uh, twice a year, right. At at renewal. And then maybe, uh, you know, a pre renewal meeting. Yeah. Um, (laughs) then how consultative can you be? Yeah. Not very. So, so the goal is not to get in the middle of their backswing, right? Right. We understand the widgets need to be made. Uh, the service needs to be provided, whatever it is that they're deploying for, for, uh, their revenue generation. But we want to have a presence there where they know all along that there's, there's not this kind of peaks and valley presence yep. where we're riding alongside. It might be a, you know, a quiet travel partner, but we're right there in the passenger seat, if not in the driver's seat with them. Do you find that, um, that your deepest relationships may be those that are a little more complex so that, that the corporate structure of your client has somebody that's responsible for your product? In our world, um, you know, if we can... 
if we can interact directly with a CFO whose job is to run the finances of an organization while the CEO executes executive you know, responsibilities and a COO is operating, you know, those type of relationships allow us to go deeper. We can bring more ideas. We can bring more options. You know, uh, you would think that in, in North Georgia, for example, uh, within banking, if somebody has, for instance, right now, we, we, we'd like to load up on some multifamily um, apartment real estate deals. Well, if somebody's experience or uh, sort of if they've been trained to only go to a bank and ask, what is your rate and fee? It's the same thing in regards to insurance when, in fact, uh, there are other options for what they might want to accomplish. We sure. try to talk a lot about what are you trying to accomplish. And um, on a sales call, and for those listening, I'm using my air quotes, on a, sales qu- on a sales call, if we can have a customer or a prospect say to us, I've never thought of that before. We think that is the, the highest compliment that we could get mm-hmm. because we've brought an idea that's, and as a matter of fact, last week I was, I was in Union City at a company. I'm not going to mention it online. We'll mention it afterwards. I think, they're, I think they may be talking to someone on your team. And um, they were going through how, how cash ran through their company, and we brought an idea from someone in a similar industry, and they said that. They were like, well, we've never heard of that before. Mm-hmm. Tell us more. Right. You know, and, and in that instant, we were adding value beyond rate and fee right uh so that so it's in i think it's i find it very interesting that we're targeting a similar market with a similar approach to business we're not always going to be the cheapest um because we hope that our engagement with a company will help them navigate rough times expand when they need to expand or just enjoy a little bit of the ride that they're on right now by having a highly engaged banking team that could come along with with a you know highly engaged insurance broker team and let let's see what we can do together. Yeah, you know? I like that. That's a great uh, that's a great way to describe it. It's it's you know you want to be more than a banker. We, we do. Be, we want to be more than a broker. That's right. So when when you look at us, it's not just well when you think insurance. Okay, we well, think of these guys and you know a lot of people talk about trusted advisor. You want them to be that trusted yeah. advisor. Well, we also know that. I mean, yeah, you might go to this one person possibly is it your banker is it going to be your insurance broker maybe but we want them to come to us with problems so that we can help yeah. try to find to them solutions yes. and and the whole idea yeah more, more than anything else is for them to trust that they're getting value and if you're just chasing cost i don't know that that's even a quality to be pursued it's if it's just cost is it you should be chasing value yeah. How much am I spending? Okay, but what are you getting for it? I can sell you a junk policy for dirt. Yep. Now, it's not going to get you much. And at the point of claim, maybe it pays, maybe it doesn't. You know, it depends on there's tons of exclusions and restrictions. But, hey, man, it's cheap, cheap. Did I win? Did I win the number? Because we're just chasing the number, right? Or, or, you know, can I get you the coverage that you actually need based on whatever it is that you're doing? At a price that's affordable, the best price that I can get you, it's the value proposition of, of cost you know, versus execution in yeah. the point of claim. Yep. And in our little world where we're going, you should be chasing value. And I hate it's hard to, you know, we're on a podcast, 
So I, I can say this. It's hard to sit in a meeting and be like, hey, guess what? You're looking for the wrong thing. You're looking for the lowest price. I can get you a crazy low price. No problem. I can get it. There's, there's always something I can do to cut your price. That's a fact. And either side, on the PNC side, on the benefit side, there's always something that I can do to help you pay less. The question is, is that what you want to actually get? That's is right. Is that what you want to get? Because like you said before, you get what you paid for. There, there's ways to be, introduce efficiencies, no doubt. But the thing of it is, is that if, if you're just looking at that number, I think you're, you're one degree off. That, that's a key component. Yeah, but the other piece yeah, is, yeah. what are you getting for that number? For and real. that's our whole thing is, let's help you understand your universe of options. And there are more than you probably think. Let's help you understand how you can address, like you said, what do you want to do? What are you trying to accomplish? Let's help you understand how that universe meshes with what you want to accomplish and then decide. Yep. Not, hey, here's your costs. These yep. are the, this, this policy right here costs this much. And this one over here from this provider, guess what? They, it costs this much. That's the decision matrix for 90% of the people that you have. Well, they turn to the last page of the proposal, right? Yep. And they look at the number at the bottom, the bottom right corner of the page, and like, oh, oh that number's too much. Okay, so let's go. Let's, let's, this is so good. I love this type <laughs> of conversation because it helps me get better. But, okay, to get to that point with someone, to get to that point with someone, um, it takes time. Yeah. It takes proving yourself. Uh, sometimes over and the 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 strongest mo the strongest relationships that you will typically see in an industry like ours insurance and finance are the ones that you work the hardest to acquire over the longest period of time uh you know i met amy at at a restaurant in Carrollton, georgia I didn't marry her till eight years later. I had <laughs> took a lot of convincing, right? That's a long sales cycle, buddy. <laughs> it was a long sales. Oh, no, JD. <laughs> I tried to close it, and I never could. My point is. Points for persistence. Yeah, you know, um, I, I, I built up a lot of value yeah, uh, in those eight years. Yeah, you, know? yeah, you did. But, um, you know, I use that as an example because, you know, somebody just, just calls in and says, hey, I need an insurance policy. Right. It's probably really not the company no. that you want to. No. And, and are you obligated to quote on it? Yeah, because it may be somebody's brother's cousin, uncle's aunt that that knows you, and you know you got to do it. Sure. Um, but I I don't think that we at Regions are going to shy away from a long sales cycle. I guess is the point that I'm making. Yeah. Because we get to prove ourselves over time before they ever write us a a, a check to repay a loan. Um, and and, and look, I don't want to. I need to move on from that topic, but client selectivity. Mm-hmm. Um, is important value how do you build and sometimes it requires us as executives or our bankers or our brokers as producers to be comfortable bragging on themselves a little bit by sharing a story whatever it may be when you were talking a minute ago uh, an image popped in my mind now this isn't commercial it'd be more consumer but um and this is really weird uh i was driving home a couple weeks ago i can't remember where we were and it's a road that i drive down three or four times a day and there, there's just a, a house there, and it's got a nice yard. And I noticed something really weird about the house. A car had run into this house. Whoa. Like, like th there was a, a three-way stop uh, or, or a, like a T uh, area of the road, and somebody just ran right through a stop sign and into some dude's front yard. And, and he must have been back at the pool because he was in the front yard with his swim trunks on, and he's looking, and... The, the airbags had deployed. Wow. And, and, and I think that people were, thankfully, the, the, the drivers were okay. They were out looking at the car. 
but I bring it up in this conversation because that guy never dreamed that his house was going to be run into a buy a car. And what if in business you don't think through everything that can happen? I'm not saying that a car is going to run into your business, but you never know what's going to happen. Right. That, you never that, do. That's, that's part of the the part of the gig is just to help folks think it through. And 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 I would say. You know, half the time, maybe even more so, depending on where they're currently placed, you're sitting there going, you, you're overinsured here. You, you are looking at a risk that isn't that real. Mm-hmm. And or maybe you should self-insure this. So instead yeah. of trying to offload this risk via a policy and, and have someone pick up it, pick it up, travelers or somebody else, why don't you retain some of this risk? Mm-hmm. Right. Be- mm-hmm. Because what is the likelihood of that? And it's not just in the commercial space. And we do it all the time with the benefits. We're sitting there going with higher deductibles on benefits plans where we're sitting there going, you're probably overinsured. You're going to pay your premium. This is what we know for a fact. You're going to pay that premium. You're going to pay it however y'all are handling your deductions twice a month. That premium, your contribution towards the premium for your health coverage, that's coming out. That's a certainty. So you yeah. go on ahead and figure that number yeah. up for annually. That's what's coming out. And you're paying that number, a higher number, because you want this lower deductible. Well, I don't know. Are, are you ever going to meet this deductible? It's $1,500, let's say, or something. Mm-hmm. Are you going to spend $1,500 in health care this, this, this year, over the course of this year? We'll tell you that statistically you are not. Okay, yeah. And, and yet, and you might know, and it's specific to you, um, but the, the whole idea is don't treat something that is possible as if it were probable. And if you are, if you're looking hold, hold, hold at, hold on, wait a minute, say that again. That that's compa- I want to hear that again. So it's where you, especially when you look at like healthcare deductibles, for example, like people will see and they'll say, "Oh my gosh, it's a three thousand dollar deductible," and they spend it in their minds right then and they yeah. go, "I don't have three thousand to three thousand dollars to spend." And you're going, the likelihood is that you're not going to need that three thousand to spend. The don't make something that is that is possible and treat it like it's probable. Ooh. And so, and, and, you know, in our world, that seems like the inverse, right? Because I'm trying to, I, you know, I'm the insurance salesman, right? I'm in here to scare you and then sell you something to make you feel better. That's, <laughs> that's the, that's the per- perception, right? But what we're saying is, is that, you know, look, because we're, we are positioning ourselves and we view ourselves as part of your business, we want to, we want to share what it is that you want to accomplish. And, and how do we do that? Well, let's take a clear-eyed informed view mm-hmm. of what we're what the circumstances are you want to accomplish this whatever this is so let's look at how we can get there and is what you want to accomplish even something that you should be targeting we talked about it earlier where it's is, is it lower cost okay should it be lower cost or should it be let's get more out of what we're already spending yeah, for sure. is there a way to take the existing number whatever it is and say you know i'm spending a hundred dollars a year on this health care I feel like that's too much. And you're going, well, you're going to be hard-pressed to get less, but I'll tell you what, you can get more out of that $100, and you could deploy this differently. Can, can I reduce your 100 to 80 I can, but we're going to have to cut into the bone now. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and do you really want to do that? Or I can keep you at 100 but I can get you more for that 100 Does yeah, that make sense to for you? for sure. And so they, those are the types of conversations where you're sitting there going, like we talk about uh, just assessing the scenario, and let's just look at it with through clear eyes and 360 degrees, knowing that you don't wake up going, "Hey, what are my what's my risk exposure?" With a meaningful conversation, other than, "Hey, go call Matt and the guys over at Sterling and get us a bid on this other thing." We gotta we gotta know you're yeah. best when you know what's going on. Well, that and that's what like with our within our industry verticals, because look, we know. All right, tell me the, which verticals. Well, we're generalists, so we'll write 
just about anything, right? Okay. Because um, we've got we've got um, offices that are uh, that can deal with coastal exposures. Are actually located in, in coastal locations um, uh, because of it. Office in uh, in Tampa, office in uh, Savannah. Okay. Um, but from an industry vertical standpoint, what's been important to us is that we know everybody's got a brother-in-law, everybody's got a roommate, everybody's got a golfing buddy. Uh, mm-hmm. So we get all that. We kind of like to think that our that what we're doing expands beyond just hey we're fun to eat chicken wings with. And so because of that, the industries where um, we have enjoyed probably the most success and where we've kind of gravitated from an expertise standpoint are ones that actually require some nuance and informed placement where it's in the healthcare space, okay. uh, the professional liability exposures in and around uh, engineering firms, mm. um, the construction space where okay. y- you can't just show up and be like, hey, you know what? We just moved in the neighborhood. We're members of the same country club. I want to do business with so-and-so. I mean, you can, but let us kind of walk you through what this world looks like, what it is that you're doing, and how we would approach it. And oftentimes, we're able to uh, convince that maybe a decision should extend beyond just personal relationship. And okay. uh, yep. because of that, um, that's been very helpful. The manufacturing space, uh, nice. real estate space, we call it largely, you know, the hospitality space. It's mixed use developments. It's hotels, okay. um, uh, hospital systems, uh, independent healthcare practices, Back surgical construction, practices. You do yeah. surety, you do bonding, yes. you yep. do that. Uh, do you do anything in regards to, you, you mentioned it early, early on, right out of the gate, uh, cybersecurity. Yep. Is is there insurance to protect companies from cyber attacks, cyber oh, yeah. warfare? Absolutely. And and the interesting elements there is that um, some of the more legacy policies and how so it, it went from cyber insurance. What are you talking about? I don't need that. And, and everyone has an IT department. It's like we got it handled. We got <laughs> we got it all wrapped up. And you're sitting there going, look, we're not we're not here to say tell you, bud, that you're not doing your job. I don't doubt for a moment that your firewall is whiz bang awesome. What we're saying is, so, so it took years and years to educate that we call it cyber. We, you read about cyber breaches in the paper, but it really it's just it's privacy insurance. It's, mm-hmm. it's the okay. information that you're a thumb drive away. You are an email with the wrong attachment away. That's you true. are a, what did we do with those files during the move away? You are a laptop left in a who knows where airport. Um, that isn't recovered away from a breach. That's not getting hacked. That's not getting targeted by some, you know, North Korean terrorist cell yep. that is trying to get into your company. And you're going, I'm not, well, I'm, you know, we're making socks. They're not going to be doing that to us. <laughs> and you're going, that's not what this covers. This is, okay. the, the idea here is for it to step into um, the breach of, or, or the gap where, oh my gosh, you know, we've lost the X we've lost control of even our employees personal information well you know technically now you have a a breach in that regard well yeah we're, we're all paper operation okay I mean what, what happened what happened to that file cabinet yeah you know we moved offices don't know what we did with it I've well, seen it happen that's a problem and and because of the industries in which we work right and because of and frankly so let's go back to the kind of cyber digital space right the technological based uh, breaches where the, the incidents of ransomware, where they come in and they say, look, we're not going to take your information. We're just going to lock you out of it. Yep. And if you want back in, what do we see with the Colonial Pipeline? You know, So things of that nature. Um, and that changes all the time. And the legacy cyber policies that used to feel more all-encompassing, mm-hmm. they're not. those companies are in the business of making money, right? Yep. And, and, yeah, they're supposed to pay claims, et cetera, but they're also not looking to take a bath. 
those policies have uh, over the years constricted the breadth of what they're willing to cover. Mm. And if you're not paying attention, you're saying mm. they don't want to wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I'm, I've been with fill in the blank, will not name carrier names um, for X number of years. We had this policy in place and you know, you just, it's kind of been on autopilot. Well, if you don't check it, then there's a very real, in fact, a likelihood that it's not going to be covering a material element that you thought it was. Absolutely. And yeah. that space um, you know, we're constantly, we can't stay on top. I can't know everything all the time. Well, we're always, always changing that too. I mean, um, it's amazing how many different episodes of fraud, carelessness, cyber security, all of those things together that cost companies money. And it's always, well, we don't want to pay for this or we don't pay until it's too late. Right. You know, for us, it's something as simple as positive pay, you know, where you send us your check register, you send us uh, check number, check amount, payee name. We run that through our system, and if any of those things are off, we'll kick it out. What? What is it? It's two hundred bucks a month. Well, would you rather pay? We we actually say it's like an insurance policy. You pay the two hundred bucks to do that, or when you lose eighteen grand because somebody washed a check and put it in their checking account at another bank. You know these are these are conversations that need to be had. Um, so so cybersecurity privacy insurance things like that is is a risk by the way did you did you major in risk management no i was a a finance guy okay um uh what about do you guys ever dabble in uh ar insurance yeah from a cash receivable standpoint yeah absolutely so so we're looking at you know so when we are when we go to market there's really nothing in that commercial space If, if it falls um in those kind of buckets, the property and casualty or healthcare space, we can help you. Okay. Um, and and even if it's not a an, uh, a placement directly, right? So if it's like um, um, executive benefits, for example, buy sell or coli boli and 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 the like, where it's more of a, a life insurance play, individual or mm-hmm. independent life insurance play, you know, we can help you with those, but it's not going to be internal. Otherwise, you're sitting there going, look, there's a way for us to tackle that, and. Um, you know, even if it's like, you know, uh, it's spaces where it's not even a policy that's being placed, not even insurance policy. Maybe it's a um, it, it's a product that helps you with your um, how you fund your HSAs. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Where we're sitting there and we'll we absolutely consult and help in that regard. Can you provide um, your employees with a, a credit facility of sorts that will allow them to make contributions um, tax free? Uh, or pre-tax, and um, yeah, and that's not an insurance product, and we're not going to get paid on it, but we can absolutely help you. But you've added value. You've, you've helped absolutely. them accomplish the, the, the target. That's exactly right, and I, to help them see what, where it would be relevant. So inevitably, inevitably, those are tangential to what it is that we're doing for them and the benefits or in the, the property and casualty space, but it does make sense ultimately. I have uh, got to go through just a couple more things. I think that our heartbeat is different in business um, so when we played golf a couple weeks ago and got to know each other, one of our one of my guests was a guy Larry Vandiver who works at America's Home Place up in Gainesville. I bring him up because I love when I think of Larry and I think of the company that he works for. I don't think of Larry and America's Home Place as them. I think of Larry and America's Home Place as us, as we. I love when I refer to my clients and the people that we do business with as we. I think if you get to that point in finance or in uh, insurance or, or, or advising, consulting, 
um, that's sort of the pinnacle of a business relationship. What, comment, I mean, how does that sit with you? Us, exactly. The way. We actually say that in meetings, and then we'll try to clarify because we don't want to, you know, you don't want to be too presumptuous. But a lot of times that's what it says is uh, we use that kind of collective pronoun, I guess. Or yeah, I guess so. I haven't, it, haven't, haven't worked through the pronouns recently, but, you know, it's, it is we. It's mm-hmm. not y'all. Yeah. Or, or when you, as, you know, a second party now, we're sitting there going, you know, look, we're, we are, we view ourselves as being on that, that same side of this whole proposition, which is, so if we dot, 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 you know, if we yeah, roll out this approach, that. then how do we address that? And, and these are the ramifications. Um, and we even, you know, we do that even in our conversations with our, our carrier partners, you know, the folks that are actually insuring or taking on this risk is, you know, so if we, it's not, you know, so if ABC company does this, um, and that's just kind of part of, I do think, you know, it's, is it semantical? I, I think it goes beyond that because it, mm-hmm. it speaks to, and it kind of engenders in your mind that if they win, we win. Yeah. And we're if in they this lose, together we lose yeah. so it, it can't be there needs to be it can't be kind of a zero-sum game where yeah, you know if so they're good. losing over there but we're winning then something's messed up that now it's not so we good. anymore now it's it's us and them and that's not the way that we look at I it. i mean can you think of a relationship that's successful where that you think of us us and them i mean you know Successful that, that's success. I, I can think of some that persist, <laughs> yeah. but I don't think that but I don't think that they should. That's for sure. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, so uh, I got one more business question. Then I'm going to ask a favorite dog memory. But um, somebody picks this podcast up, and we've had a few downloads in our day already on this thing. Um, what What would you say is an introduction to a prospect uh, via this podcast that that you would hope provoke them to call you? Well, uh, I would say this, that um, you're, you're working with somebody already anyway, because we've already touched on that, right? It's just yep. a function of doing business in this mm-hmm. world. Um, where we set ourselves apart, and we don't think that we're smarter than anybody, and we're not going to say, oh, well, we're you know, one of the tallest hogs at the trough now, so you should go with us because we've got some you know, magic pen that, that can uh, get us the, the number that you're seeking. But we are thorough. And that is the most important element if you are looking to place insurance, if you are looking to protect your business and or protect your employees. Mm. The benefits program is, is you want someone who is thorough. And you can't be thorough unless you're competent. And we are both uh, in that regard. And because of that, um, that is a, a big value prop for us. It's more than... Um, uh, concepts for us it's practice and so because of that for you to be thorough you have to have expertise but you also have to have experience mm-hmm. and so to me it, it all boils back up to if you're going to be working with someone to give you advice in this space then you want a group that is thorough and capable of being thorough uh, and we think that our experience and expertise in the two uh, areas uh, of both benefits and property and casualty affords us the ability to be the most thorough we feel like in the marketplace i love that you know a lot of times our clients they they unfortunately sometimes clients think that our desire our need to be thorough to assess risk because we're both assessing risk assessing risk yeah you're assessing risk on you know uh 
damage or, or maybe loss of, of revenue or whatever it may, may be. We're assessing risk to make sure that we get repaid for the loans that we make. We're bo- we both need to be thorough. And oftentimes our business owners are busy. they got to go put out all these fires. Sure. If we're afforded an opportunity to be thorough, we will bring the competency, like you said, to help you accomplish. There's, there's a lot of synergies there. I, we could talk about this for a long time and help each other out. What we're going to do, I'm going to cut it there on that topic. Maybe we can do, <laughs> right. maybe we can do 2.0. Yep. But i got to ask you, you spent some great years in Athens, and you're a well, college. better than others. <laughs> you're, you're in the College Football <laughs> Hall of Fame. We talked about this at Peachtree the other week. But um, what is your favorite memory of last year's championship oh, run? Oh, Okay. We, we, we talked about many that day. We both had different ones. But uh, what's your favorite memory from last year's well, championship? Now i, I got to remember what I said because I might have just said, well, let me think of the first one that pops into my little gray matter. God, my favorite memory. You know, you're hard-pressed to get past that championship game, I will say. That's tough. I think the last three minutes or so of the Georgia-Florida game in the first half, there at the end of the second oh, quarter. Oh, yeah. That was – I mean, that sequence of plays – pick six and the tip so you got your two outside linebackers one is making a tip in pass coverage to your other outside linebacker who makes the interception and you're just going if there was anything that's indicative of how dominant this defense is I think it might have been that sequence because up until then you know Florida's over there thinking hey we might mess around and beat these fools and and that thought was thoroughly extinguished there at the end of the second quarter Oh, we shut it down right that, then. That it was over. Been, that might have been – I mean, that's not a play, but I feel like it was kind of a moment. If it, and it really was in the space of – what was it? I think it was like like a three- or four-minute span right at the end of the second quarter where we're like, yeah. golly, boy, this defense really is something. I mean, there's it, there's so many that I could so burp great. out at you right now. Yeah. That, I mean, uh, But go, I love that one. I mean, it, it, it includes one of our greatest rivalries. I mean, we could have picked on Auburn. In we could. I mean, yeah, that seems, would be a little mean. It seems like we're kind of piling on. Now, yeah, we are. And no, anyway – Thank you for spending this time. I this hope fun. this helps you. Um, I hope it helps your clients. We'll, we'll distribute this thing out. If we can do anything to help you and support you in your endeavor to meet new people, we want to help with that. And um, any closing comments from your side? I'll tell you, this was this was a lot of fun. And likewise, I think because, you know, incidentally, uh, we both work for institutions that uh, are specific in what it is that they do and not trying to do more than one thing. We are not a bank and you are not an insurance brokerage. Uh, and so because of it, I think we could play nice in the sandbox together. Yeah, let's go. And, uh, Matt, thank you for being here. Go dogs! That uh, That's it for today's version, episode, I should say, of Regions Business Radio. Mike Salmon, take us away. <laughs>